<laughs> Hallelujah. Mmm. Breathe the air of Zion. Bird up your nostrils, the breath of life into your mind. Adam was a living mind. And then he got his conscience seared and became a dead mind, locked in the natural dimension. The blood of Jesus actually removes your seared conscience of all wrongdoing you've done and all ancestral curses, whatever, right from your mind, your conscience. And there's no sin too great that Jesus Christ can't clean your conscience white as snow. Saul of Tarsus killed numerous Christians. He was a serial killer. Serial murderer. Okay, He killed Stephen. They laid their clothes at the feet of Saul of Tarsus after they stoned Stephen to death when he had a glowing angelic face and he says he can see the Father and the Son standing in heaven. And Saul of Tarsus had the murder of Stephen on his conscience. Don't you think he was reminded of Moses? The man with the glowing face. They had to put a veil over his face to protect the Israelites from the glory because they thought they were going to die. Hallelujah. God didn't kill Saul of Tarsus. He forgave him. Turned him into the Apostle Paul. Hallelujah. It just goes to show even Jeffrey Dahmers can be forgiven. Or whatever serial killers. I mean, is there any sin that the blood of the Lamb can't just whack? This is a joke to Jesus Christ. I mean, and it's the softest it's ever been. I mean, in Roman times, Christians were crucified upside down, naked, by the tens of thousands, fed to lions. People are complaining about all their little problems nowadays, you know, like whatever. I mean, the Father reminded me that a few weeks ago. Persecution's always been maximum intensity against us because we're sent from the throne of God here to fix Jezebelic Christianity in America. But at least they're not crucifying us upside down, strangulating us naked for three days hanging there in a Roman Colosseum. You know, I think we've come a long ways. So there's a lot to be thankful of. I don't care what third world nation you're in, living in the dirt. We've seen it all. You are blessed. This is the best it's ever been in 6,000 years right now in the world. I don't care what you say. I can see this oil. I can see this wine. We talk to people all over the planet every day. It's breakthrough time. This oil and wine is working in Africa, Asia, Australia, all the islands, all the Americas, it works. It's the tree of life in the center of the garden. That's what this is. You're the city on a hill. You're heavenly Jerusalem. You're the tree of life people in the center of the world. The Christians are the centrality of the world. We're the head and not the tail. We're a city on a hill. Jesus Christ told us that. I don't care how you feel, your feelings are a lie. I don't care about your natural circumstances. 
Those are lying facts. The truth is, you are the center of the world. Absolutely, the covenant people have always been the center of the world. God created this world. We're the sons and daughters of God. We're the city of heavenly Jerusalem on earth. We are the Zion people. We are the Christians, the covenant race. It's a fact. And I tell you the truth, from our hearts grows the tree of life. And there's always been some fruit. We've always been a light in the world. For 2,000 years, this oil has burned. It has never gone out. <laughs> this was lit by God the Father at Pentecost. It has never gone out. You know, during the Dark Ages, it went into caves. But even during the Dark Ages, we have Teresa of Avila. You know, she's floating. She didn't even walk towards the end of her life. She flew and floated and hovered everywhere she went in the 16th century. There's mystics that did amazing things, walked on water, supernatural signs and wonders. The Holy Ghost has always had a remnant of people in the entire world for 2,000 years. They didn't always have control of the media. They didn't have always have control of the money and the, and the stage and the writing down of the history books. Oftentimes we've lived in caves, <laughs> running for our lives, sometimes even selling ourselves into slavery to reach <laughs> different nations, you know? Was it the Maldians or something? <laughs> so that the lamb who was slain can receive the rewards for his suffering. There's these Christians, they were so on fire that the only way they'd reach these people as missionaries is if they sold themselves into slavery. Free men. The Celtics did the same crazy thing after St. Patrick turned all the Druids into Christians. These people were fanatics in Ireland. I'm talking about Holy Ghost. They didn't have doves in Ireland, so they used the goose for the symbol of the Holy Spirit. They would... Oh, man... Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. They put themselves on ships with no sails and push themselves out into sea and just be carried wherever the sea blew them. That's the kind of evangelism the Celts did. Awesome stuff. And there's still tons of people like that all over the world. There is so many holy people. I tell you the truth. This is the best it's ever been. And you know what? We can thank the internet. Seriously. People disconnect from fellowship online. I'm telling you, God gave you online. This is the modern day Romans roads. Get connected. Seriously. There's a remnant of holy place people from every nation on earth congregating on the internet and fellowshipping through media, social media. You might not have anyone else in your town. I deal with these people every day from around the world. You might just be isolated, your husband's a devil and an alcoholic and you're filled with the Holy Ghost and there's no one around you that believes in God and it's just a, a huge mess. In a That's why you have the internet. Talk to people. Fellowship. I mean, there's a Red Letter Ministries group. You can share your testimonies. I mean, instantly have like a hundred close friends that can relate to every experience you've ever gone through in your entire life. Don't isolate yourself. The demons try to cut you off from the vine. But I'm telling you, the internet has brought the Christians together. It hasn't divided us. No, no, no. 
The Father is the vine dresser. It's united us. And this anointing is getting so strong, it will incinerate the misunderstanding. People won't misunderstand the higher things of the glory realm that they've never experienced because of their carnal minds and their Christian immaturity. Those days are over. This anointing is too strong to get misunderstood. You can feel it like a hundred thousand watts of electricity through your flesh. Get high on the favor of the tree of life. God was saying today, the grace is not information, it's not a doctrine, it's not a teaching. Grace is so expensive. Grace is so costly. Grace is grown on the tree of life. It's called the anointing oil of the olive tree of life, the olive tree of Israel, the tree of life. And we are that olive tree. Amen. If we stay connected to Jesus Christ, the tree of life, we're engrafted in, and He's our source of unlimited anointing every day. He is, he's engrafted our hearts into His heart. He's engrafted our minds into His mind. That's why every Christian can say with confidence, I am the roots of David and the bright morning star because Jesus loves me. I mean, that's what a real Christian is. That's not just Jesus. That's the body of Christ. The body of Jesus Christ. And we're waking up and getting Jezebel pushed out of the window of our eyes, of our soul, and all the religion flees so we can see this is the truth. On earth we are the anointed one of God, the body of the anointed one, the body of Christ. We are the tree of life, we are the heavenly Jerusalem, and we are the city on a hill. Your soul has the city of innumerable angels in it already. The center of your soul is the tree of life, the center of the garden. I don't feel it. I don't care if you feel it. It's the truth anyhow. I've dealt with thousands of people that couldn't feel it. I've even seen people take five years to feel the presence of God. I mean, whatever it takes. You know, the angels are still working. I mean... Saul of Tarsus didn't feel it. St Stephen had a glowing face. That, that glow was God the Father on the other side of his face. And he couldn't feel the presence of God and murdered him. Come on, somebody. And God still reached him. The angels are working. It's not based on your emotions. It's not based on your feelings. It's based on the power of an indestructible life. He cannot be killed a second time. If you stay in the tree of life, you can't die. Trust me, I've tested that one. I've been shot at so many times. Stabbed at. Carjacked twice. I've been around riots and stuff where people are having their teeth kicked out of their faces, curb stomped. It's been insane. I've Several times I've been dri driving home and there's gangsters outside blowing up their machine guns into the air in my alley they've yellow taped off my block my entire city block like five times I've been around continuous death my whole life and I'm still here I've overdosed on drugs had to be resuscitated CPR I've had people die around me on drugs and I'm telling you guys you stay in this anointing Satan can't kill you but you can kill Satan. You will take him straight to the lake of fire, and that's why he's in a frenzy.
because the sons of God are manifesting and we're loyal to the anointing oil and we've been tested and tried true and faithful as living epistles through all the hell that exists in the world all the death, all the drugs every lie of religion, every lie of rebellion all the sorcery of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil of the five physical senses of the flesh all of it will be blowtorched by the anointing into the lake of fire. We love you guys. Be blessed. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.